All right, we're here at VMware Explore 2023 with another great customer story. Uh, we're talking vSAN, we're talking VxRail, and John, we're doing it with a, <laughs> a great company, actually, <laughs> New Belgium Brewing. Adam, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, I've been at New Belgium um, for a little over eight years now, but yeah, pre pretty cool place to work. Yeah. John, have you sampled their products before? Um, you know, I, I might have heard of Fat Tire, Trippel, a couple of citrus rescue. Yeah, there's a couple things. Voodoo Ranger, I think, is uh, pretty popular these days. But uh, yeah, yeah, because yeah, we could talk VX Rail, we could talk VSAN, or yeah. we could just talk about you know which is Spend the whole time talking about beer. Yeah. Unfortunately, I think there's already four hundred thousand beer beer uh, podcasts. I think that yeah. that yeah. niche is well covered, but <laughs> pretty well saturated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I like that. Yeah, but the. I mean, the question I have here is, you know, people people may have been to their local, you know, brewery um, or been some done the tour or whatever, seen some things. What are you using compute for, you know? Yeah, so uh, kind of a mixed bag, right? We have some major production sites that are also shared with office spaces. So those clusters tend to be uh, generally VxRail with vSAN powering those. Um, so uh, now our next foray is as we're growing and we need more production space, we're acquiring sites that are unmanned. So we need to have that scalability, that ease of lifecycle management uh, for our growth. So trying to make sure that as we do that, we pick a platform that can grow with us yeah. for our demand. So that really pushed us towards VMware and vSAN and VxRail as a solution. Well, it's nice you have a repeatable platform because it sounds like you've got kind of a standard template of services you need to provide, you know, yep. file print to the users in the office, and then whatever type of control applications you need for the environment. Yeah, so I mean, a lot of that at the site level for production manufacturing, right, is control systems. So opening, closing valves, um, automating the process, uh, collecting that data and turning it around quickly. So those folks running the operation can uh, not throw out, uh, you know, 100 hectoliters of fat tire if something goes wrong. So trying to uh, make sure that we're making those adjustments along the way to give you guys hopefully the product that you love and keep buying, right? So this is, this is kind of cool because a lot of, when I think about control systems historically, I largely think about looking at real-time sensor data, temperature this, you know, on a chemical plant or any type of manufacturing system. Sure. And it's like, okay, we have rules, if this, do that, and just be able to react quickly. Storing lots of data and keeping that data seems to be more of a newer trend within that industry. Like, or trying to, I mean, I guess outside of some compliance reasons and things, it seems there's a lot more kind of activity with that data. Can you go into a little more of what you're doing with that data? Sure, yeah, I mean, you know, beer inherently is a food and food and beverage product, right? So some of that we need to maintain for batch numbers if something would need to be recalled, something like that. And and then also lots of times we may brew a certain beer, shelf it for a while, and then come back to it and say, hey, there were certain elements of that beer that we liked. Do we remember what the point what the temperature was whenever we were brewing that. Oh, wow. Did we dry hop it before or after? Did we move it into a different vessel and then re-ferment it? So, you know, trying to keep all of those data points to be historical to go what? back on. It can be and while testing it would in fact your memory. So yeah, no, you right, gotta, right, yeah. You gotta, but slowly start forgetting some of the stuff you did. So don't rely on memory for that. For, but sure. the, this is this is something it's you know it's a there's so many different unique data points of the ingredients and the process and the temperatures and the times and all of that. Yep. And and also you know there's a lot between like sitting there and keeping a notebook I guess is how this would have been done back in the day or journaling it but having having it a much more repeatable process. Oh, for sure. When we started, it was, you know, all Excel sheets and stuff like that. So, um, you know, I think as you, you move from 
a smaller brewery to a larger brewery like us, it's all about economies of scale and getting your supply chain going and making those little adjustments that can save time, right? The can line, can it run 550 cans a minute? Can we get it to run 570 if we move things or if we ran them in different order and do the same product, right? Really dialing in all of those those little pieces that, uh, you know, supply chain optimization. Wow. So, yeah, vSAN just came out with a new version, vSAN 8 Update 2, offering new features like vSAN Max. Yep. I'm sure you guys, I think you already mentioned that you're, you guys are using Express Storage Architecture. Yeah, so we just started with uh, our newest uh, VxRail cluster. We acquired a site in Daleville, Virginia, that was part of, um, if you remember back in the day, the little, little ballast point transaction went through. They were purchased yeah, yeah. for about a billion dollars. So. This was one of their sites initially. Ah. Um, so that actually went to Constellation Brands, and then we purchased them. The interesting thing about that is, you know, being a new cluster, it's probably easiest to test it there, and sure. it's one of our smaller ones. Um, but the interesting thing there is alcohol laws vary a ton by state to state. Yeah, so yeah. one of the biggest challenges for us is not always the tech, it's making sure we hit all of those license transition, compliance. legal hurdles, compliance yeah. hurdles. Yeah, yeah. So we actually were in a unique position where in acquiring that site, uh, A, the folks that were there decided to stay on. They love right. our benefits, so we, we really appreciate that. We got all of them, except one decided to retire. I don't know if I can blame them on that. Um, but they were used to making those type of IPA heavy beers that are in line with what Ballast Point made and what we make now. Yeah, Skullpen and those things. Yeah, yeah so yeah. that was super helpful. The challenge there was we had about a window of like a day to 48 hours where we had to build the entire network in tandem with their existing network oh, to go okay. from their ERP to our ERP. So if you can imagine um, having production stop for like 24 hours at that site before we were like, let's go, we got to spin it back up on our hardware. Oh, wow. so, so there's like... They drain the beer in their tanks, and you all filled it up with your stuff. Like you flush it, or like. And, and even on top of that, right? They finished the brewing that they were going to do on their ERP, and it was like, hurry up and print all those pallet tags and license plates and stuff for stuff that's coming out of their ERP. Swap it over, import all of that into our system, and start and you're running. You're changing to a different recipe, and like on top of all this, while changing your company. I and, worked. I worked with some like companies who did M and A in the past, and they would buy mm -hmm. up tons of small companies, and we had like a kind of a a team who would swoop in and be like, okay, here's your new PCs, here's your exactly. AD, all that. Yeah. But trying to do that while maintaining product shipments and starting the new product line, like, because you technically have to change this stuff. Like, right. you can't just, like, relabel their beers. So. And, and legality-wise, it needs to come out of their ERP till we took over the license. Yeah, and yeah. then at that point, it cannot come out of their ERP. It has to come out of ours. So Got it was it. a unique set of challenges, but I do really like that... Um, you have a finite deadline. The team's got to band together. We got to all figure it out together. Pre-stage it all in the appliance model. is nice for drop-in, do that stuff. So. Absolutely. And for us, we uh, were actually initially looking at the ruggedized version of VxRail. VxR4000, I think. Yeah, that VD, VD4000, I believe. Yeah, that thing looks, looks Just cool. in case we had to put it on the shop floor because this site didn't have a server room that had air conditioning uh, or anything like that. So uh, quickly, our, our leadership team said, ah, the projections of what we're going to need in the next couple of years, I think we need to get a full cluster. Uh -huh. We need to get air conditioning installed and have that. Yeah, so. yeah. Get a mini split out there. So I think that's, uh, you know, a beauty of those solutions within VxRail and vSAN is that can just easily scale up, right? Nice. If you decide 
what works for us today may not work for us in three years if, if all things go well, right? Oh, that's good. Yeah, so uh, you being a VMware customer, uh, attending obviously VMware Explore, obviously people come here to learn and to, to look for inspiration for future projects and, uh, and, and try to figure out what's best for their company. I'm curious, were there any takeaways from you this week at VMware Explore that you might take back to your company and uh, try to put into, into, into uh, production maybe? For sure, yeah. I think there's uh, been a lot of great information, a lot of new products that are super interesting. Um, for us, we are we've always been an on-premise first company. Uh, there's just in manufacturing, right, there's just workloads that we would never run in the cloud. Yeah. We w we wouldn't risk running brewery automation things and stuff that would maybe leave a valve open and hurt someone if the site connectivity went down for yeah, some reason. Control systems generally have to be local for safety reasons. So too. for us, we haven't really needed to leverage a ton of the different cloud tools, but we happen to be in Microsoft's ERP Dynamics 365, so we had to go to the cloud for them. Well, it's, it's cloud smart, picking the things that make sense right. and keeping running hybrid cloud, you know, running stuff on-prem for the rest. But some of the tools that have been presented today of like VMware on Azure or software to go between them, yep. that's gonna suddenly for us become very relevant, right? Yeah. And the next thing for us, obviously, is probably more M&As. So if that would happen, just how do we get them onto our platform? How do we get them within our... Be able to use HCX, move yeah, them in, that type Into of our, our infrastructure plan yeah. going forward. So I think a lot of the announcements have been really enabling there. And then I think, you know, there's just a lot of exciting stuff around AI and machine learning and stuff that, I mean, yep. everyone's interested in hearing about that and knowing, like, where do I start with that? Yeah, yeah. I'm interested in how that, that, I'm just thinking out loud here, but like, it'd be interesting to see how you could apply that like into your data set and having like a, yeah. a you know, a private AI. Or beer recipes, yeah, AI range. Right, right. And how do you make, you know, you know, this beer taste better, you know? Can we improve on fat tire, you know, based on this information? <laughs> and I, I think there's going to be a, a, a massive uh, supply chain benefit there, sure. right? Of like, hey, how can we optimize this? How can we make this faster, get it out the door faster, get more visibility, more cans out, more kegs, what yeah. have you, more bottles, so. Yeah, it's an interesting thought. Yeah, that's really good. You'll have to come back and let us know uh, if, in fact, you start to incorcorate that. Yeah. I'll, I'll come back and go, good news, we've got it all figured out. You, you, yeah. you better bring a half barrel, so we'll <laughs> right. see then. Yeah. yeah, certainly last question for you would be certainly, sure. uh, did you bring any samples for John and I? I did not. I apologize. There's a, a lot of uh, weird rules about convention centers and alcohol and three-tiered <laughs> systems and whatnot, but that is, uh, that is the best part about my job. If something goes wrong, it's, I'm... The, the office is right above the bar, right? I can just take my laptop down to the bar and pour a beer, and we'll figure it out. I like it. I like it. Like awesome. It. All right, Adam, thanks for joining us, man, and enjoy the rest of your week. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you.